Hi everyone and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast. My name is Jackie Ford and as you all know out there, I am whatever I am. I'm a coach, a mentor, a trainer, an author and I am just trying to live my life in the most unashamedly human way that I possibly can and encouraging you to do that too. I'm sitting here at my computer screen. I don't have a guest with me this week. I am just going to trust the gods, as they say, and wait and see what comes out of my mouth from this universal intelligence that, that supports us all. And um, there's probably a couple of things I have front of mind that I'd love to talk about. Um, and part of that is intuition and following the nudges in our life that guide us to live the life we're meant to live. And the other thing is looking at emotional regulation. Um, I think that's something that is coming more and more to the front of the discussions that I'm having with my clients. And I believe an understanding of the three principles enables us to have an incredible understanding of our emotions our, and subsequent behaviours and how that all falls into place in each and every moment of our life. So as I said, you're just going to get my ramblings today. So <laughs> if you want to turn me off, on you go. <laughs> I have no problem with that whatsoever. It's been an interesting couple of months um, for Mr Lovely, my husband and I and our family. We have been really, really, really listening to wisdom, listening to the nudges to see what it is we are meant to do next, both as a couple and as um, a family. And as all of you know who have followed me for a while and listened to my podcast and watched videos etc you'll understand that the home that we live in right now on the southwest coast of Scotland we found on the internet well I found it one Sunday on the internet when I was just scrolling through not paying attention to, to anything really and I found this house and I just heard this really 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 deep knowing inside of me say that's where you meant to live Jackie now it did not make intellectual sense to move um, a business that uh, was, you know, had a lot of internet usage <laughs> um, from a place in Edinburgh where we had the most incredible internet to a space on the southwest coast of Scotland where we were still using copper Wi-Fi, where we had download speeds of maybe about four megabits per second and upload speeds of about a half a megabit per second. But something kept calling us to live here. The house was surrounded by trees. It needed a lot of work done to it. We were not downsizing. <laughs> the kids had all left the, our house and we, we were not downsizing. We, we, we were upsizing to a five bed, one and a half acre home. But something about this place kept calling us back to it. So we listened and we kept listening. And eventually we bought this gorgeous home on the southwest coast of Scotland, as I said. We've lived here for over five and a half years. We've been blessed to be here during the pandemic. 
as I said, the house itself was just surrounded by trees. And about two years into being here, the estate decided to take all the trees down. Now, we had bought the house for the house, nothing else. It was the house and the gardens and the adventure of restoring a house back to its Art Deco glory. And they came about two years ago and removed the trees just in front of the house. And all of a sudden, this view appeared. This absolutely stunning 180 degree view of the, of the sea. With views over to Arran, to Campbelltown and to um, Ailsa Craig which is um, a volcanic plug that sits in the middle of the, the, the water um, on this, on, on this you know, in, in the area that we live in. I think it's called the Firth. I always get it wrong, the Firth and the Fourth, but anyhow. Um, it, it's just stunning, honestly. Uh, you know, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So all throughout the pandemic, Jerry and I were just enjoying ourselves, loving the views, loving the incredible weather we were having, which was incredibly unusual, ah, but missing our family. It was almost as if we'd moved to a bigger house, but all of a sudden we had this smaller life and a smaller life that, like many of you out there during the pandemic, we were not ready for. We, we, we yeah, we were just not ready for this. There was too much life inside us to, to settle down to such a slow pace. However, we have thoroughly enjoyed being here. And last year when Jerry turned 60, he calls it um, <laughs> level 60. Uh, we do not see 60 years of age in this family. We see you've reached level 60. I arranged for a, a party for him in Edinburgh in this most beautiful apartment, um, which looked over to the fourth. Uh, all over the water, over to Fife. It was just stunning. And we invited family and friends and we had the most incredible party. It was just beautiful. And it was the morning after Jerry's party when we were heading back home to Maidens, which is where we live, it became apparently clear what our next step was. But before that clarity, Jerry and I knew that, that living down here was always an adventure. It was never going to be a forever thing. It was always just going to be an adventure. We thought for between seven to ten years. But our daughter, Megan, our eldest daughter, had her first baby, Ailey, during the, the, the first lockdown in the pandemic. And then um, she's just recently told us that she's pregnant again and we're expecting a second grandchild. Um, towards the end of August. So we kind of thought, you know, we'd either go and live in Glasgow or we'd go and live in Edinburgh, but we hadn't decided. It just wasn't a thing. And so we weren't looking at houses, neither Glasgow or Edinburgh, because it was unsettled. In our minds, it was unsettled. It wasn't causing us any kind of discomfort, any kind of pain. It was just a decision had not been made for us yet. And notice the way I say that, the decision had not been made for us yet. But on the way home from Jerry's party in Edinburgh, as we were driving along the M8 motorway, I turned to Jerry and I just said, um, Hun, 
we're meant to move back to Edinburgh. It's not Glasgow, it's Edinburgh. To be nearer our friends, to be nearer our family. And to me, even though I was brought up in Glasgow, Edinburgh feels more like home because we brought our three girls up in Edinburgh and we lived there for, for over 16 years. So a decision had been made. It wasn't me that made the decision. It wasn't Jerry that made the decision. A decision had just come to us. That's what we were meant to do. And then, you know, we did nothing about it. We just thought, yeah, that's what we're meant to do. And about seven or eight weeks later, something happened to one of our friends um, that just stopped us in our tracks. Um, he was unwell and it, he, he's fine now, thankfully. But it stopped us in our tracks. And the next thing, the nudge was so strong, it was, it's time to move. It's just time to move. Do it. Do it right now. So we found ourselves two weeks into the new year, crazily sorting the house out, you know, decluttering, taking things to charity shops, giving things away, to get the house ready to invite an estate agent to come and see the house, give us a valuation, find out what was meant to go on. And we did that. We got the house looking, I mean, it's always been beautiful anyway, but, you know, we got it into that show home condition that you see everybody's houses looking like in um, estate agencies' photographs these days. Honestly, it's it's hysterical. Uh, one of my friends says the house actually looked like one of these boutique hotels, <laughs> which cracks me up. Anyway, so we got it all ready and the estate agents came and, you know, they told us what they thought it was worth, but we needed to get the home report done. And through all of this, Jenny and I, you could not have stopped this process, even if you'd wanted to. The nudges were so strong, it was what was meant to happen, and we were just not going to get in the way of it. So, the day that we agreed the final schedule for the house, the one that would go on to the estate agent's um, website, and before the house was on the market, we got a phone call from the estate agents and they said, look, we've got a couple of people that are interested in coming to see your house. Would you let them come and see it? And we're like, yeah, sure. You know, the house isn't on the market. We don't know what the house is worth. We've not had the official survey and home report done. Yeah, sure, they can come along. But, you know, we don't have that information. So this absolutely gorgeous couple came to see us on Valentine's Day. And they looked around the house and they looked around the garden. And when they were looking round the house, we came to a bedroom, which is the middle bedroom in the house, which all of the rooms have sea views. But this particular room has an elevated position. It's, it, it's like sitting on the front of a boat. You know, it has this gorgeous 180 degree view. And this is the window, is this beautiful arched window, big bay window. And we came up into this room and one of the, 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 the gorgeous couple turned around to us and said, how much do you want for it? And I knew exactly where he was coming from. Because that feeling that made him ask that question completely out of the blue 
so suddenly in the middle of seeing the house, and he hadn't seen all of the house by this point, or the garden, was the exact same feeling that I had when I saw this house on the internet. The exact same feeling I had when we came to see this house, even though it was not in show home condition, when we saw it, I knew where he was coming from. He felt that same nudge that I felt. So we explained to them, we don't have the home report yet. You know, come back, come back once we've got it. If you love the house, come back and let's talk. So they came back two days later. Looked around the house again by themselves, looked around the garden by themselves. And we invited them to come at night time this time because at night time we have the most beautiful lights that completely light up this gorgeous white art deco house and um, lights that light up the driveway as you come up the driveway. I mean, it's stunning. It really, really is. And they came in again. And I know they could feel this has been a family home. It's imbued with love. It's also been a house that has welcomed clients, guests, friends with open arms, with love with patience. There's just this feeling of love that has been imbued through every fibre of the being of this particular space. And so we all sat down and we talked about the house and we talked about what the house was worth. And we came to an agreement I and Jerry could not have pictured any couple more perfect for this house than Adam and Connor with their two children. We could not have made this up at all. It's the most perfect fit and they will become the custodians of this house and then they will do what they need to do to it, to, to take it to its next level. And people say to me, Jackie, you're not really sad to be leaving such a beautiful space. And I thought I would be <laughs> pulled from this house kicking and screaming. I thought I would never want to leave this house. But yet here I am, happy, delighted. I would move tomorrow if I could. Because that decision was made. Without me, without Jerry, it was made. We did not get in the way of it. Just as we did not get in the way of it to move out of Edinburgh to here, we're not getting in the way of it to move from Maidens back up to Edinburgh. And when we were trying to find a space for us to live in Edinburgh, again, we listened to the nudges. There was a couple of houses we liked, but there was there was noise around it. There was frustration. We felt as though we were pushing against a door that was closed rather than that open feeling of, yeah, this is it. This is where we're meant to be. So one Sunday we went through to Edinburgh and we were going to look at a couple of houses. And on the internet that morning, I found another house. I thought, Jerry, this is this is gorgeous. Why don't we see if we can see this one too? 
But it was an old-fashioned estate agent, so I couldn't get a hold of anybody. Their, their offices were closed at the weekend. So we decided what we would do is look at the house we'd arranged to see and then pop down to this other house just to look at the area, just to look at the outside of the house and decide if this is the one we wanted. So we looked at the first house um, as agreed and it was a gorgeous house, but there was something about it that just wasn't right for us. So we were able to go, nope, that's not the one. And after seeing this other house from the outside, which is in the, it's an, a, a Georgian um, three-bedroomed flat, actually, in the new town in Edinburgh, we looked around the area, we went and had some, you know, some brunch in the area, and we knew, without even being inside this house, we both knew that this was the one. So we looked at the schedule again, you know, we looked at all the rooms, the feeling of the area was perfect. And so we phoned our lawyer the next morning and we said, hey, we haven't seen this house yet, but we want to put an offer in. <laughs> to which point our lawyer um, said, there's no way I'm letting you put in an offer for this house until you've seen it. There's just no way that's happening. Um, which we found quite funny because Jenny and I were following the feeling and our intellectual lawyer was not going to let us do that. So we arranged to see this house at five o'clock that evening. So we drove all the way back to Edinburgh um, and went to see it. And um, we knew within two minutes, this is the one for us. That's it. This is it. So we knew, you know, that was it. Done deal. This is where we're going to live. So we made a really good offer and um, our offer was accepted the next day. And, you know, we've known for the last six or seven weeks, this is where we're moving to. So um, in June this year, we will be moving to our, our new adventure in Edinburgh and the new town. And honestly, I can't wait. We're, we're so much nearer the kids, uh, really need our friends, our family and, um, you know, smaller house. My God, but bigger life. And uh, that excites me so much. So what I'm pointing to in this um, long-winded story of our, our search for a home is that often in life we try to make things happen. We push, we shove, we squeeze, you know, our, our ideas, our concepts, pushing for answers. And that can be difficult and it can be frustrating and we can suffer quite a bit from, from trying to make things happen that are not ready to happen yet. So my point really is that there's an invitation for all of us to settle into universal mind, consciousness, awareness, a resting space that exists within all of us and is connected to everything and everyone that produces a knowing or a feeling that guides us to what is meant to happen which may or may not make intellectual sense 
and that's okay. So my invitation is really for everyone to listen for that feeling. That feeling that guides you, that feeling that takes you to the space where decisions can be made without you getting in the way of them. And life just, it just becomes so much easier. So my invitation again for you is to reflect on times and areas in your life where you have made decisions from that space and times when you have not. <laughs> and notice the difference. Just notice the difference in what that feels like, what that looks like. And notice noticing from now on when you're being guided and when you're getting in the way. Because trust me, when you're being guided, there's a full stop at the end of the sentence. It's kind of like, this is a done deal. Look for the done deals. <laughs> okay, my loves, take care. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram. There's a whole load of new content coming up there on a daily basis. Little videos, quotes, you name it. It would be lovely to have you join me and to join me on my mailing list too. Take care. Bye.